Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This episode of the Sartorial Geek Podcast is sponsored by The Colorful Geek. If you've seen Jordan today at a convention, you've probably also seen The Colorful Geek because we love each other and sell near each other whenever we can. Uh, The Colorful Geek has all kinds of super cute, nerdy clothing and accessories that are made right here in New York. And they have a special discount for you. You can use the code SARTORIALGEEK for 20% off everything at The Colorful Geek. So go check them out and follow them at The Colorful Geek all over the internet. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I am Jordan Ellis of Jordan Denae, and I am here with Taylor Deathridge from like a ton of companies, oh actually. Gosh. So your company is Logan Arch with you and your husband. Yes. Um, so also, if you guys have picked up the magazine mm-hmm. and you saw the ad, that was Taylor's awesome pins and bags and nerdy goods. I'll let you give a better, <laughs> a better description than that. Um, go for it. So Logan Arch is our side hustle, our baby, because uh, my husband and I, sorry, I'm very sick, by the way. So oh, yeah. So two things to let you guys know. One, we're recording on Saturday night of a convention, so our voices are kind of gone. Two, Taylor is also recovering from sickness. So yeah. if we sound a little worse than normal. That's why. Sorry. So go sorry. ahead. <laughs> so uh, my husband and I do a little side business called Logan Arch. And we make enamel pins, shirts, and nerdy accessories that we just wanted to see because no one else was making them. And he's a big gamer. I love yeah. Making, you guys have a lot of cool yeah, gaming we have a stuff. Lot of gaming pins, and he he's also like a gaming tabletop YouTuber. So he's got a lot of connections. And I love making things that are minimalist, but also they say something when you look at it immediately you know you take it to the store we've got handbags that are very visual and people respond to them and I really love that sort of aesthetic so that's what we normally yeah it's like a similar vibe of like taking your geekiness out into the world but maybe not screaming it in the normal like Walmart way (laughs) yeah Yeah. like like you know slightly more elevated than that which is good So the other businesses will come back to Logan Arch, but you also run the second largest Doctor Who convention in, in the country. US. Yeah, it's all Chicago TARDIS. Uh, we do it every year. It's a great show. We have a lot of people from the community who are cosplayers, families. We have so many families who we have, they have been to it their whole lives, some of them, yeah. for years and years. Yeah, it's been how long? Like 20 ish years, 20 right? Years. Yeah, it's yeah. our 19th. So next year we'll be 20 years old. That's We're so awesome. excited. And our staff is amazing. I thank them all the time because they're troopers, they do a lot of hard work. And uh, we have Pearl Mackie this year, who I love. Yay! Is Bill. From the last season of Doctor Who, and I'm so excited to like hang out with her at the convention. <laughs> yeah, so if you're a Doctor Who fan, uh, follow. Is it Chicago Tardis? Tardis? Is that, yeah, That's okay. It. Mm-hmm. So follow Chicago Tardis to find that, and then the like big umbrella company that you're working with is Alien Entertainment, which is like yeah, Doctor Who things forever and all kinds of nerdy stuff. Yeah, we have a store in the burbs of Chicago, and we have an online business, and we have Chicago Tardis. We do a lot of different things. Yeah, so if you're in Chicago, go say hi to Taylor IRL. Yeah, <laughs> find me. Find entertainment. Um, but back to Logan Arch. So the first thing that I saw that you guys did was a set of Hamilton 
stickers yeah. and designs. Um, so I don't know if anyone's heard of Hamilton before or if there are any fans out there. I had to just restrain myself <laughs> from laughing here. But I'm assuming there are some Hamilton fans, um, and clearly you are one of them too. Yes. Um, so, like, just curious, like, what made you love Hamilton? Because it's, like, a big part of what you're doing now. And we'll talk about, like, all the cool things you've been able to do from it. But, like, what was the first thing that you were like, yeah, yeah, I'm into this. Hamilton is great. Oh, my. Okay, so I was that musical theater nerd. I actually have I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, I have an associate's in musical performance. I did not know that at all. That's an obvious thing. I used to be in tons of musicals when I was younger. Oh. Yeah, it, it was so much, it's so much fun to yeah. sing and to be involved. So I have been obsessed with musical theater for years. And I am also a tumbler. <laughs> so when Hamilton hit off Broadway, there were a lot of people making bootleg recordings of the songs. Yep. They had yet to release a soundtrack. So you knew about it like before yeah. the rest of the world yep. knew about it. Whoa, cool. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, so I didn't know you're I like an OG fan. Yeah, I was. Well, my brother and I are super history nerds. My dad is a history nerd. Cool. And one of the things my brother was obsessed with when we were growing up was the Burr and Hamilton duel. No way. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, I don't think I've met anyone who was obsessed with that yeah. before, like, yeah. Hamilton. So that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know why he likes it so much. He also <laughs> loves Abraham Lincoln for some reason. That's a totally different I mean, that's cool though. I mean, you can love Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Um, and uh, so when it was, I couldn't believe that somebody had made a musical from this or was conceptualizing musical out of this idea of the Hamilton Burr duel. And I followed it. And then it started to really, I think, explode the winter, fall of that same year, which I think was 2016, 2015. I was going to say, I don't know, because I had no idea it's what bad. it was then. I can't remember. <laughs> so years ago. Yes. I, I think it was 2016. Um, I could be wrong. But it was that summer where they made the recording in the late summer, and then they released it, and then it became, you know, blew up. And um, I just couldn't stop. Like, I am... a so were you vinyl. listening to the songs mm-hmm. on Tumblr before they were? Yeah, some of them. Oh, Somebody crazy. had recorded like some of them, not all of them. Was there like a Tumblr like fan world of? Yes, Whoa. it's huge. I think it's still crazy. Wow. I'm, like, I didn't know that. Become so busy in my daily life that I. Well, quit. I mean, you know, you can't always just live in yeah, Tumblr land exactly. forever. But <laughs> yeah, so they had some of the songs, and some of them were like still being developed as well wow. to the final songs that they are yeah yeah so then I just became obsessed I listened to it all the time I listened to it when I do all my work like the year Aww. that same year we were doing our big event that's like the most stressful time of my year yeah and there's the song non-stop which is like my anthem now oh my gosh I love that it's so great such a motivating song it's the last like okay part of the musical because after that everything gets super depressing mm-hmm. So at least you hang out in like the still on the upwards yeah. part. It's like it's okay now. It's okay now. We're not we're not gonna listen to the second part. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You can stop listening to the soundtrack whenever you want. Stop at your happy place, that's fine. It's okay. So is it really cool like to actually have the really recorded stuff and like the mixtapes and stuff yeah. after listening to like OG yes. bootleg. Yeah. Like now it's way better. Yeah, I have the vinyls I listen to now. That's I have awesome. when the mixtape dropped because he was Lim Miranda was teasing it for such a long time. Yeah. People were like crazy chomping at the bit 
wanting the mixtape. And it was just fabulous. Worth, absolutely worth the wait. Yeah. Yeah. And then now Hamilton is in Chicago. So that's like even more amazing. Yes. I have seen it in New York and in Chicago. Sweet. I saw some of the original cast. Wow. Still too, when we saw it. And I was just so lucky. That's so awesome. Yeah. It was crazy. It was amazing. And then I want to brag a little bit. Tell everyone what you got to do with your Hamilton collection. So the California Historical Society Museum had a Hamilton exhibit that was about the Hamilton bird duel. And last December, my husband and I got to go out to San Francisco and meet the people who curated the exhibit we also put our Hamilton merchandise in their museum. That's so cool. And they're really great people over there. If you ever go to San Francisco, please go to their museum and buy stuff. Is this them. exhibit still up or was it like a limited? It was there until March cool. 18th. But if you go on their website, they still have so many cute exhibits. And they're not exhibits you're going to see anywhere else because they're personally curating them and they're very local and oh, very important. Cool. It's like if you live in Chicago, it's like the Chicago Historical, or excuse me, it's Chicago History Museum. It's kind of like that. So beautiful, so cute. All the artists are local, or they're like mom and pop, mom and pop artists. So that's nice that yeah. it's not just like the top layer, like what no. you would expect to see. It's kind of like deep, like mm-hmm. actual small businesses and actually like curated stuff. That's yeah. really awesome. It was, it's awesome. They're great people over there. So if you love Hamilton, Taylor is a great yeah. resource for like everything you could possibly want to find. That's, I feel like I lived in Reed Hamilton for so long that I had to make the merchandise that we then made. And I'm still thinking about making more, maybe. Yeah, so good. Do it. What's, What's your favorite song? The one that you Not mentioned? Top, yeah, probably, cool. yeah. I mean, there are so many of them that are great. I would say it's Scholar hard Sisters to pay, is yeah, like I was a good follow-up because, I mean, last week I was in Washington, D.C. and I went to yeah. the Jefferson Memorial, which is like, it's pretty. But then on the wall, they have all of his different writings, quotes from his writings. Yeah. But one of them is, we hold these truths to be self-evident. It's that passage that he's writing. And I put it on my Instagram story and I wrote over it. Like the lyrics. <laughs> like, forget this. That this is awesome. what I want to know. <laughs> so stupid. No, I love that though. And this is just normal. <laughs> it's a normal thing I would do. I have a question. I don't know if it's a hard question. Oh. Hamilton fandom or Doctor Who fandom, which oh, is, are they like equally both at the top? Is yeah. one more, they're like tied for your favorite? Yeah. If I, well, if I part- participation wise, right. probably participated. Well, that's not true anymore. Cause I guess making the merch yeah. is participating in the Hamilton fandom, but I have read and written so much Doctor Who fan fiction in my no life. No way! Yeah. I'm learning so many great things in this interview. I love it! Yes. Okay, first of all, tell me, yes. like, what kind, like, what? Everything? Everything? Is there, like, a specific favorite No part? Okay, just all. Yeah, because I've been Doctor Who fan since 2006. Okay. My dad was a Tom Baker fan because he's in his 50s. And he watched it when he was growing up. And cool. he used to have some of the old novels, the Virgin novels, which if you're like a fan of old school Doctor Who, you'll know what that is. And I would, I picked one up one day, I think when I was a kid in his old books and cause he would have all these comic books that we would read and go through. And I was like, what's this? And he tried to explain Doctor Who to me, but because it wasn't on TV anymore, uh-huh. I never was able to watch it. Then when it came back, 
immediately. That's just awesome. into it. Yeah. So since then, yeah. So did All you start watching it like from when yeah. nine came back? Jackson. You've been watching it the whole time. Yeah. And I was in high school then. I'm 29 now. <laughs> Imagine how long ago that was. And no one can, no one knew about it still then. Like people talk about, you know, the wilderness years. And that was a long time. Yeah. Like, old school fans do have a lot of, you know, stuff to say. They have a right to be like, no one appreciated it. No one still appreciated it when it came back. Yeah. I don't think until like David Tennant started to have a personality. And then mm-hmm. Matt Smith, a lot of little kids got into it with him and Karen Gillan. As 11, Amy, and then just exploded. Well, that's kind of cool. I mean, so I yeah. know not so much about Classic Who because, oh. like, my parents didn't watch it. Right. So I've learned some. I got into the new stuff, and then I have gone to Doctor Who conventions, which are a lot of classics, so I've, like, sort of learned from that. Mm-hmm. But it seems cool. So for a super basic level, if you don't know anything about Doctor Who, he is a Time Lord who regenerates into different forms which is turns into different actors right yeah so it's kind of cool that like there have been 13 doctor well 13 hasn't is she's she is not her right yeah. okay okay you saw her at the christmas special oh that's right yeah. okay she's later for like two seconds and she's so like, she's oh, about really? to be <laughs> a lot yeah. more than that but it's kind of cool that like everyone has their own spin on it or their own personality and then that can bring different people in like you said matt smith was great for like younger people because yeah. he was sort of like the goofy little like giraffe yeah, doctor yeah. and then David Tennant I think was when all the like teen girls I mean that's when I Yo, was yeah. like hi okay. I'm gonna watch the show now yeah I mean Chris Rockleston is wonderful yeah like he's starting to do conventions now so eventually I'm excited yes. I'll probably meet him yes but uh David Tennant was the one that hooked a lot of younger women even like Women in general. David Tennant's beautiful. I mean, he is, he's like everyone's boyfriend. Like, yes. we all want David Tennant. We do, and that's fine. You yeah. can love it. I will link to the photo that we got to take with Please. Him. Oh my God, please. Yes. It was the best day of our lives, so that yeah. was great. It was beautiful. And then Capaldi is like a completely different, like he's much older. Yeah. Like a pretty different personality. See, I'm in love with Capaldi too because I love like the curmudgeon. Yeah. Um, like dad figure, yeah. which is bad. Uh, maybe bad. It's probably not. No, and, no, um, that's fine. <laughs> there's like the one episode and I can't think of the title right now and I'm going to get killed for this. That's okay. I don't have no idea. So it's fine. <laughs> I can't help. Him and Clara and it's the ghost's. Where they go, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where they come into the, um, they come out of Taurus and they're talking to these people who have, you know, suffered this tragedy, which is normal in Doctor Who. And she has to give him a set of cards because he can't say the right things to people empathetically. It's great. That's I'm like, awesome. Yep, I relate to that. In yep. Some way. <laughs> yep. I love that. It's so funny. So I love, Kamali is charming in his own way. He's also, adorable yeah yeah he's the doctor right i I mean it seems like so i don't know well no i've met a few of the classic doctors from ally who and stuff it seems like all the actors real people who play the doctors are like lovely people oh they are yeah which is kind of amazing because there have been so many so far so to have that many hits Mm -hmm. of like actual good people is is incredible 
Yeah. And then now we have a lady, which is yes. very, very cool. So excited for Jody Whitaker. Yeah, so we've talked a little bit on the blog already of just like being excited, mm-hmm. but so you pulled together a cosplay in like a yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> which was amazing. We had a Doctor Who convention. I think it was twenty four or forty eight hours after they released the photos yeah. of her outfit, her outfit. which yeah. was incredible to see people pull it together that fast Crazy. on like a weekday. There were at least a dozen people who pulled it together. That was amazing. I mean, you were yeah. one of them, which is very cool. And then, yeah. like, you know, you've added to it. I know. <laughs> but, like, how crazy was that to get that news that it was going to be a female oh. after how many years? So, I'll tell this. It's a brief story, but it's I'm into it. Yeah, So, I was it. at a show, like, with my husband. We're driving the car. In the suburbs, and it was in the summer because that's when they yeah. announced it. We were doing like this small local comic con thing for two days. We're like, let's go, we'll do it, we'll promote whatever. And everybody had known that the new doctor was going to be announced at this time. And there were a lot of guesses, and they were all over. Like, yeah. no one, there was no sneak that no. like was real information. Everyone had no idea. No, nobody did. Absolutely not. And I was. I was driving. Don't go on your phone and drive, guys, first of all. <laughs> but, like, I think I turned on notifications yeah. on my phone because I wanted to be able to know immediately. Also, because I do social media for my job, so it was very important. You have to know right, right away. Yeah. Immediately know. And I was driving, so I get this notification. I looked down. I looked at the phone. I didn't touch it. And it was a video and we were at like a stoplight or something. So I started watching it. It's, you know, the video where she walks through the forest and she has the hood up, but you don't know it's her. You don't know it's Jodie Whittaker. And then I, she took, takes off the hood and I was like, it's an effing lead. <laughs> and I just like hit him over and over. And he's a saint. And, I, and he's like sit, sitting there like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm just screaming in the car. And then the best thing that happened was I get messages and messages Mm -hmm. and messages from people because I have close friends, colleagues, everybody, family members who know how much I love Doctor Who. They work with me on other conventions. um, And they were all like, Taylor, Taylor, Jody Whitaker, Taylor. Taylor, we're so excited. And I'm like, that's so awesome. like, how do you feel? This is an amazing day. And I almost cried. I, I'm not a crier. I don't cry. So for me, that was like an intense situation and it was wonderful. I was like on, that was probably the happiest day I've had in like forever, which just sounds silly, but no, but I love that. And I love that everyone messaged you because that's one of the beautiful things about the fan world is like, Something happens and immediately everyone's connected over it and everyone has something to mm-hmm. talk about. And you're like, yeah, we yeah. all need to talk about how Doctor Who has a lady doctor. Yeah. Now. That's incredible. It was beautiful. And we haven't even gotten that much of it yet. And it's still yeah. been so exciting and amazing. Yeah. When does when does that come? I see, guys, I'm a bad fan. When does that happen? They're <laughs> like, saying October of this year. Yes. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. So we don't have that long to wait. No, they're already filming it. Awesome. If you want to know spoilers, go online. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. But you I'm can. You can get into the... <laughs> yeah. There's some good information out there. And if you're really excited for Jody, Cool. And you're really excited for Chris Chibnall for his changes in the show. And you don't care about spoilers. I would encourage you to look up some stuff. You'll be cool. very encouraged. Yeah. If you want to like know what's going mm-hmm. on. If you want a sneak peek. Yep. 
But if you want spoilers, or if you don't want spoilers, don't, don't worry. Do you can stay away. Yeah, don't do it. Who was your favorite doctor? Or is it like everyone for different reasons? And I have a lot. I okay. love Paul McGann, who's eight. Um, and he was, was he the shortest, like, amount of time doctor? Well, on screen, technically, okay. he's only in the TV movie, but he has all of these big finish audios. So there's oh, a, that's right. So Doctor Who has audios, which are like, if you like podcasts, you'd probably really like these audios. They're like full cast, full soundtrack. It's just not, it's just not, you know, you're not seeing it on TV. That's awesome. You're listening to it. Yeah. And it's, they're great. They're like two hours long, an hour long. They do them as like whole seasons. We do, we sell a lot of them at our store, Alien Entertainment, but Big Finish does great work with a lot of the actors from Doctor Who. More recently, they've gotten David Tennant to do some 10th Doctor audios. What? Yes, and he has some with uh, Catherine Tate and some with um, Billy Piper. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so Paul yeah. McGann is a favorite. I cut you yeah. off when no, you were saying okay. why. He is, uh, the, they call it the BBC 7 series, and that one is just flooring. It also is Haley Atwell in like one of our first acting roles ever. Oh, yeah. So listen to it if you guys can. That's awesome. It's super great. And then I love four. I love... Which, okay, which one is for? Tom See? Baker. Okay. The one with the scarf. Yes. Yeah. I know most... So they all... If you don't know anything about Doctor Who, they have very... First of all, they're different actual human actors, but they also yeah. have very specific outfits. Mm-hmm. So I, I can yeah. tell from the outfits. Okay. So the long scarf is for... Yeah. Got I, it. Li- I love Six. Colin Baker. He has Colin the really best outfit, really I think. Great guy, too. too. Yeah. Oh, he's... It's fun. It's just lots if of If you care nothing else about Doctor Who, please look up the sixth Doctor outfit. It's insane and amazing. It's awesome. And he has a cat pin. Yeah. Just a little cat pin. Yeah. Nine. Seven is great. That's Sylvester McCoy. He's, he's so cute. He's so cute. He's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and also, his companion is Ace. She's That's so right. Great. Ace is crazy awesome. Oh, yeah. So who's your favorite companion? I know that's also another Ooh, impossible God. question. I love you can, I say, you can. I love it can be a list. I love Bill. Yeah. Bill is like my number one. Tell people moment. why she's cool if they don't know. So Bill is the first. Well, we have Captain Jack, but yeah. Bill's the first queer. Oh, after this, we have to talk about oh, yeah. Captain Jack, too, but keep going. Yeah. Um, queer uh, person of color on the show, really at all. First companion. Yeah, person of color. Also, Pearl Mackey is just like a beautiful individual. Yeah, and her partnership with the Twelfth Doctor, Peter Capaldi, is spot on. I wish she could have been around for more time. Yeah, their season ten, which is the one that was just aired and just came out, was a breath of fresh air to the show. Yeah, I would watch it over and over again. And you got you've gotten to meet her in real life too. Yeah, I met her in New York Comic Con two years ago. She came to our booth and. No, I had just seen her at the panel, but I knew what she looked like before. And I looked up and she had not been like exposed to a lot of people yet. Yeah. And I don't, I don't normally ask people in public for photos, but I was like, she's at our booth. I'll just see what happens. And it's the photo I think is really cute. It looks like we're like best friends that met each other on the show. Send it to me so I can post it. It'll be in the show notes. That's so cute. Yeah. So when she comes back to her, she won't remember who I am, but I'm so excited to see her and just chat with her a little bit. She might remember who you are. You don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) It could happen, I guess. But I'm really, I'm so excited to have her at TARDIS because she brings such a good energy to everything. 
Is this, I don't know a lot about her. Is this one of her first like big roles or has she been around in the acting world for a while? Uh, she's done a few other things, but I think this cool. is like her biggest role to date. See, Doctor Who's pretty big on the spectrum. Of yeah. Her. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So um, tell people who don't know about John Barrowman, oh boy. the gift to the universe that John Barrowman is. So John Barrowman plays Captain Jack, who describes himself in Doctor Who as omnisexual. And that means he will date, be with, yep. whatever you want to say, aliens, people, anybody of any identifier. And he's just a fun character. And John Perriman in real life is like a crazy person, but a good crazy person. I think he is one of the first. So I don't, I don't like to follow celebrities on social media right. because then I feel like they're my real best friend because right. I scroll through and it's all people I really know or businesses yeah. I really in our real life people I may meet. And so when it's celebrities, I'm like, oh, I start thinking that we know each other and that's weird. But you can't not follow him no. because he had like he runs all of his own stuff. Yep. You can tell. I yep. mean, he just does. He does. Yeah. And it's so amazing. Like, I can't even explain how fun of a human being he is. And he like lets us in on his life, which is nice of him. Like, yeah. That's very kind. He's a wonderful person and funny. Got, he's got a great sense of humor. He yeah. is very good with fans. Fans take all these crazy pictures of him in conventions. I was going to say, have you gotten a photo with him? No, I've never done that. And it's funny because I don't know why I've never done it. I just haven't. But he's bought stuff, stuff from us at conventions before and I've talked cool. to him several times. But I don't know. It's just something I just never did. I, I feel like he is one of the celebrities because he's he's really active in the convention circuit. Yes. Like he is around and he if you just Google like John Barrowman photo ops, oh, he's yeah. down for anything and everything. He takes the craziest pictures with fans. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's so funny. Well, I'll I'll post them too. We actually just um, I just got my first photo with him because I kind of felt like if you get celebrity photos, John Berriman has to be in your <laughs> like at that. some point yeah. you have to add him because he's just like the best person to take pictures good. with. Yes. So everyone go follow John Berriman. He's also, if you're not a Doctor Who person, he is an arrow, which is another, I mean, it's another nerd thing, but he is a character yeah. in the show Arrow. Malcolm Merlin. Yeah. yeah. And he was, I mean, Torchwood is a Doctor Who fan, yeah. but he's a big character in that. Oh, yeah. That's a spinoff. Yeah. And it's adult. Yeah. Yeah. That's not for children. Please. Don't. Please don't. Watch it with your kids. Yeah. That. Yeah. Anything else about Doctor Who or Hamilton that means a lot to you that you want to say? I mean, I could talk all day about either one of these things, to be honest with you. What, you know? like, what's the thing that gives you the personal connection to those like what made those two things is there like some kind of story that they speak to that's your favorite or like a care is it the characters that are yeah I would say Hamilton and I are I joke with my husband sometimes that he's a burr and I'm a Hamilton which is true <laughs> and um it's because I am you know I don't want to be cliche young no that's okay but it's more like I'm just stubborn to a point of like ridiculousness and I will just try <laughs> and that's what Hamilton was like he really was yeah and um Doctor Who is just like a touching idea of people who I think have ever felt like they're on the outside of something yeah that someone like 
so many of the doctors have a phrase that basically boils down to, you know, you're always important. That's so true. I like every single never realized that. Yeah. Well, the 12th doctor has a quote that's like, I've never met somebody that's not important. Yeah. 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 It's just, that's there's so so much self-worth in Doctor Who. There's so much a reflection of self-worth in the story, the overarching story of Doctor Who. I think that's what attracts people to it because they have a lot of people feel like they're alienated or alone. And Doctor Who is a great way to feel like you're connecting in real life with other people who like it and thoughtfully, you know, I was going to say spiritually, but I don't want to yeah. sound really stupid. No, no, no. This is say whatever you want podcast. So. You know, <laughs> mentally, whatever. Yeah. You know, it brings people together actually and in the thought of bringing people together. And that's why Doctor Who is wonderful. That's why it's lasted for so long, I think. Yeah, because how, when did it start? Like, 1963. You know? 63. Yeah, so November. it's been around for a long time. Yeah, they have something called the Wilderness Years, which is when... They took a break, right? They took a break. It was 1989, and then they came, They did the TV movie in 96, and then uh, they came back in 06. That's awesome. Yeah. For someone who... Cause, so, like, that's a long... That's an overwhelming... It's kind that's of the thing as comics, which is, like, how in the world do you dive in? Right. How would you recommend, so someone's listening and they're like, okay, Doctor Who sounds interesting. What do I do? Do you recommend going to like the first episode of the classics first or, or I mean, or of the new? New. Okay. Yeah. There's, well, first of all, there's less of it right now. Yeah. It's a manageable. Yeah. It's a manageable amount. This says a lot about me and how much TV I watch, but it is a manageable amount of like Netflix to binge. Yeah. Yeah. So go to the first episode of the ninth doctor. It's called Rose. There you go. It's just the title. Rose. Okay. And it's with Chris Eccleston. 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 Yeah. Um, is that still on Netflix? It's on Amazon Prime. On Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah. You can get nine all the way through, I think, season 10, which is the one with 12 and Bill that I was just cool. referencing before, uh, on Amazon Prime right now. If someone wants to, like, check out the classic, is there, yeah. like, an easy way to do it? Or should I just tell them to message you and you'll tell oh, them right. how to do it? Well, most of the DVDs, sadly, are out of print right now because there's a whole rumor that, well, they're releasing season 12, which is, like, the classic series season 12 with okay. Tom Baker on like Blu-ray oh, okay. very soon because they discontinued like a lot of DVDs. Okay. They do have some on Prime I think but there's a streaming service called BritBox. Oh yeah yeah. That you can get for I think it's $7 a month $6.99 and they have a lot of classic Doctor Who but there is some that's still not there. How do you even know, like, is there a certain doctor to start with or just kind of like dive in and watch some episodes if you can find them? I would watch, if you're going to try classic series, I would watch Tom Baker, which okay, is the fourth cool. doctor. And that's Robot, the first one. Cool. So that's good. John Pertwee's good too, but I would try Tom Baker because his stories are really, I don't want to say they speak to a more modern audience, but a lot of them do. They're very, they reference a lot of, I don't want to say tropes, but no, things that, but yeah, like suspense and horror kind of things that we see in TV now pop up a lot there and you'll be able to follow the story well enough. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And if you want more like specific recommendations, you can message Taylor. Yeah, please. I would love to talk to you. Or if you just want a fangirl about Hamilton or Doctor Who. Yeah, please. Tell everyone where to find you. I am best reach on Instagram. Yeah. At they seek her there. Mm-hmm. So it's we'll link to it too. Yeah. But and that's a reference to the Scarlet Pimpernel, which yeah. is one of my favorite books because that was like the first cohesive superhero story written by a lady. Yeah. And you're also the social for Logan Arch if people Yes, Logan Arch go to Chicago that. is our business Instagram. Chicago and that's Target. the store if they want to shop Logan Hamilton, Arch. Hamilton pins and merch and, yeah. all, and all the other good stuff. But Yeah. And then you can find our Doctor Who convention at Chicago Tardis. And that's just at Chicago Tardis on all forms of social media. Yeah, so hang out with Taylor online or in real life. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed talking. Yay! And if you like this episode and you want to hear more, subscribe. Um, if you leave us a rating and a review, we'll love you forever. And if you want to help us keep it going, you can check out our Patreon, um, Patreon slash Sartorial Geek. Have a good week, everyone. Stay nerdy. We'll talk to you later. Bye!